This is the Edumatch Podcast Network, bringing you amazing educators sharing their love of learning one show at a time. The Edumatch Podcast Network is proud to support this show and many others. Find out more at edumatchpn.com. The ideas and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely of the individual podcaster. This is TLC Ninja, a podcast for teachers by teachers about classroom innovation. Hi, and welcome to episode 116 of TLC Tech Learn Coffee. I am your host, Lisa Nowakowski, a technology coach in South Monterey County here in California. And I'm Nancy Minicozzi, an instructional technology coach in Beverly Hills, California. And just a reminder, we have a 15-minute format because ain't nobody got time for more than that, except maybe today we'll go over because we have several people here to talk about something really important. I'm really excited about today's guests too. But before we jump into them, uh, we have our coffee fact. So today it's about coffee culture, which is the set traditions and social behaviors that surround the consumption of coffee, um, you know, particularly as a social lubricant. So the term also refers to a cultural diffusion of adoption of a coffee excuse me, of coffee as a widely consumed stimulant. And you can read more about coffee culture in our show notes and we'll link it there for you. So today, as Nancy said, we're super excited. Our guests are the team or part of the team behind Equity in Action in California, who will be talking to us about their mission. So I'm just gonna let you all um, uh, introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. All right, I'm Leticia Citizen. Um, I'm an I-4 coach as well, just like Nancy, um, in Beverly Hills Unified School District at Hawthorne School. My name is Sue Thoughts, and I'm a senior program manager with Common Sense Education. My name is Jennifer Jean, and I am a first grade teacher in Desert Sands Unified School District and also president of Coach Q. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here and joining us. Um, so you are part of an organization, um, or you are the the backbone of it. So tell us a little bit about Equity in Action, a little bit about your organization and its mission. And I guess that's my turn again. Um, (laughs) (laughs) All right. So yes, we are Equity in Action California. um, And the way that we came about, we are um, actually just a research, um, an action research group who um, we were just sitting around um, asking each other questions about like, who's attending and who's not attending certain conferences. Um, and it it started off where like, there's six of us in total, where um, like two of us were having a conversation together, not knowing that like the others who are also a part of our action research were having those conversations. And then we would join together like Sue, Tatul and I, and like have that conversation. And then like Sue, Tatul and like Jen were like in another space where they were having this conversation. And, and then like Nairi like, was in a space that was having a conversation. So it just, like we were having these conversations and then we would like join in these different um, small spaces of like affiliate conferences. And even at Spring Q is where I think we all got together um, and like sat around and said, all right, like we can keep having this conversation, but we're all about like, let's do something. Like we want that verb and what does that really look like and how can we be intentional about it? But like, not in a way that was too cumbersome or like 
that it would, I don't know, it wasn't too confusing. And so it really just started off with like, let's look around and like, who's here and who's not here. Um, and so from that, like, again, it started off, I guess, I believe at um, Coach, uh, the affiliate, I think their conference where um, they got some post-its, we got post-its and got markers and said like, hey, like, tell us who you are, like use some identifiers. We specifically did want to look at gender and race um, and like, tell us who you are. And so we had people and, and from that too, just having people to fill out their identifiers and telling them, hey, you could be anonymous. You don't need to put your name here if you don't want to. Um, that even we were having those conversations just with people as they filled them out. And like, we, we take all the posters and we type it all up on a doc and then we put it into a word cloud and it like having that visual really um, is glaring and telling. And so again, we get to ask like more questions. And from that data, it's like, what do we do now? And so that's how we basically started. And that's, it's been a year that, yeah, it's been a year now that like we started those questions. We hit up like six different Q affiliate small conferences. And then, um, and since then, like the, the conference circuit is starting again. And so we've been invited back to like gather more data and then do a comparison. And from that, we're having conversations with certain um, affiliate board members and talking about like next steps. I mean, it's just, it's snowballing, but it's, it's, it's snowballing small, but like fast at the same time. I don't know if that like basically explains it. Anyone else? <laughs> I think that's great. I love that it started off with these small conversations and instead of just ending at the conversations, it was this kind of grassroots effort from all of you to, you know, band together and find what were some of the trends. So you, you had mentioned that you do ask, uh, you know, a series of questions, one of them being, you know, how do you identify yourself? Um, so from that, what are some of the other questions maybe? And like, what are some of the trends that you've seen as well? Sure. So um, when it comes to collecting the data, we leave it open to folks to be able to add whatever identifiers they feel um, that they want to share about themselves. But we asked them specifically, as Leticia said, to add gender and race. But then folks include all kinds of content um, when it comes to, you know, their ethnicity or hobbies or the way that they identify within their family or anything else that they want to share about themselves. And, um, you know, and so we end up with this big mass of identifiers and the trends that we tend to see across many of the affiliates are, of course, you know, we see a lot of people who identify as educators. We see a lot of people who identify, you know, of course, within the teaching force, we see a lot of females, even though, you know, these are tech conferences, but they tend to be attended by, by females and a lot of us tend to be white. And so, you know, that's the biggest, is that biggest one, two, and three, would you guys agree? I, I think that's who we tend to see at a lot of conferences. But what I think is most interesting, Tori, Tori has joined Yay. us. Yay. <laughs> so we are joined by Tori Wadlington, who is a fourth member of our six member group. And Tori, you want to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm sorry for being late. I was- <laughs> Come on in. Hi, I'm Tori Wadlington. I'm a special education teacher for the Marietta Valley Unified School District and also part of their equity team at the site, at my site and their district. So yeah, I'm glad to be here. Oh, and also a tech lead as well for my site. Excellent. What? 
Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> Clearly, Tori brings the party, right? Like, <laughs> he just kicked it up a notch as soon as he entered. <laughs> Is that all you guys hear from me? Sorry. Yeah, okay. so it was explaining um, some of the trends that we see, and we agreed that um, we see educator, we see female, and we see white. I think what's most interesting is like, you know, we just held a conference a few weeks ago. We held our Equitarium 2020. And even there were a lot of, you know, educators, white, female that attended our conference. But what was interesting was I think we saw a lot of other identifiers that were also, you know, in that mix there that we don't normally see. And those words that were the other identifiers are getting bigger. And so if you're able to look at our word cloud from our Equitarium, you can see the diversity in the, you know, the, the lack of, of starkness in that big white word, and it kind of recedes back into the distance a little bit, and you can see the other identifiers starting to pop up. So that was really exciting. Um, and we hope that more conferences tend to look like, you know, have more diversity and, and have more representation at them. Exactly. Like I was going to say, what Sue just said is that's exactly our mission, right? With the, the word cloud we saw at Equitarium, that's what we want to see everywhere. That's what we want to see when we're at the big tech conferences and when we're at the little Q affiliate ones too. And our mission is kind of to work with affiliates and conferences and, and, and help make that ha happen kind of. So that's kind of our, our big thing. I love that. And I, yes, I agree. Um, you know, even when I was looking around conferences several years ago, I, I guess I noticed a lot of the same trends too, you know, white and female and educators. Um, so that leads perfectly into our next question. Um, which is another question that you all do ask, um, which is how can black and underrepresented people feel comfortable at conferences? Um, and do you have any solutions or have any solutions kind of started to bubble up um, to that question? I think that's a really great question. Um, that's actually one of the questions that we have been asking in our conversations and um, being part of an affiliate. That is one of my biggest questions is what can I do to help our conference be a welcoming space and encourage more diverse presenters to attend. So um, some of the things like that we did to kind of try to help that was we actually specifically um, reached out to people that we were finding on Twitter that we noticed were tweeting some really amazing things and just saying, hey, we are loving what we're seeing from you. We would love to have you come teach us about it. And specifically inviting um, people that we see doing awesome things to try to share their voice. Another thing we've really talked about is even in the music we're playing, I know that's something that we talked about at Equitarium that really hit close to home for me. I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I don't even think about that when I'm creating a playlist. And it is so important to think about that to create that welcoming space. So to, to have diverse music playing also. And then another thing I would really recommend is um, finding a mentor and finding a friend. Everybody needs somebody so that when they come to the conference that they have a buddy because it can be so overwhelming. I know even as a white female, I have gone to conferences by myself and not had somebody and I felt so alone. And hearing stories like that from other people, I know how that feels. And so I think when you do have more diverse people coming to conferences, is to make sure they have somebody that is a friend and that they feel safe with and they can introduce to more people and things like that. Those are just some ideas that I know we've talked about um, as a group with our affiliate, but I'm sure there's a lot of other people on my team who have some really awesome ideas they'd like to share too. All right. <laughs> so they, these are great ideas. Sue, do you have more to add to that? 
I, I was just going to say some of the things that we talked about is even the kind of content that you're offering, the conversations that you're having. If you are looking to diversify the kind of audience that is showing up in your space, you'd better be offering the kind of content that people want outside of the population that you are already attracting. Right. So I know Tori and I have talked about this and, you know, he's someone who, you know, who I know has a lot of ideas about the ways in which he has felt comfortable before. So I don't know if I want to put you on the spot, Tori, but, you know, just thinking about ways in which you feel comfortable coming in. I'm sorry, you cut out for a second. I know you said you put me on the spot, though. I didn't hear that part. But ways I feel comfortable just talking about. Coming into a conference. What makes you feel Coming comfortable at a conference? Um, Being a black male, how are we going to get you to come to my conference? Um, I think I'm somewhat used to being the only black male because of where I live, you know, in Marietta. It's not a lot of us. And even then, it's not a lot of black teachers. So at my PD days or district trainings, there are black teachers, but there may be like female teachers or there may be black female counselors or, you know, coach PE. And so I'm kind of gotten used to it. And the first conference I went to, I was kind of uncomfortable once I got there, but the first person I met or one of the first people I met was actually Nairi, who just like snatched me as soon as she saw me, like she knew me. <laughs> it was just like, get over here, I'll need you forever. And I was like, okay. And from there on, she like kept dragging me around everywhere. And so I felt better, like having immediately met somebody who was, you know, who looked like me, who I can relate to. But even outside of that, I've met some really great people who recognize the need for diversity and inclusion. And so they kind of keep me in mind, you know, when they do invite me places and like say, hey, why don't you reach out to this group before you get here? Because they may have members, you know, that are going to attend as well or who may not attend until they know somebody else, another black male is going. They may be like, oh, since he's going, I'm gonna go now too. So since then, whenever I go to conferences, I reach out to different people who normally would not have attended because of discomfort. And I'm like, hey, I'm going, I know this person's going. And so you will have some people, you know, you can relate to. And that makes it a lot easier and more comforting. And I'm also just kind of like a people person. So I'm gonna make my comfort anywhere I go. And so, I'm just going to be like, whatever, I'll find the first person who lets me talk to them for five minutes and you're my buddy for the day. So <laughs> that's great. I, I love I love hearing that. And you're a people person. That is so awesome. <laughs> I think, it, you know, when you are a people person, you're like, oh, whatever. And, you know, I envy people, people. And people, people. <laughs> my wife can't stand it. I get it from my dad. My mom can't stand it. Like they'll be waiting for us outside of the store. Me and my dad just chopping it up with random people we just met. I'm like, yeah, Missouri, huh? Okay, cool. Yeah. Like <laughs> she's like, you don't even know that person. I'm like, you just never know when you know they may come in the clutch for me. I may need something, and I might see them there, and they're like, oh, that's that guy from Ralph's. Yeah, he's a he's a good guy. Let him in, you know. So I just like to. You never know. You just never know. It got me this far, honestly. <laughs> it really got me this far, honestly. I just be talking to people and I just kind of keep getting out there more and more. So <laughs> That's great. We don't need to hear any names of the conferences, but, you know, after partnering with certain conferences or, you know, becoming like it seems like it, you're just being so well embraced by all of these different organizations and conferences, which is wonderful, um, have changes been implemented on the behalf of the conferences or maybe it's still a little bit too new that, that that it's not there, you know, like maybe talking about some of the changes that are occurring that might occur within conferences? Well, um, 
I know, I think it was Jen, you, you just you spoke about um, recently we had, and I think Sue, you did too. We recently had like the Equitarian 2020, where we actually like put the whole thing together with the blessing and a large encouragement from one of the affiliates. Um, and they just kind of handed over the reins to us. And, and so that was new and different. That was QLA. We can shout them out. Can yeah, them out. by all means. Okay, well, it said without naming any conferences. Oh, that's only if you speak anybody, bad. If you yeah, we didn't want to put anybody on the spot about that one. So it was just, we were going to leave it kind of open. And yeah, total shout out to QLA then. <laughs> okay, so, so yes, QLA reached out and said, you know, like, hey, we, um, because they were one of the conferences where we were able to collect information and um, and ask that question, or question of who's in this space. And so out of that, like, we had the Equitarium 2020, which for us was, I mean, just that like it was mind blowing. And we just, it was like a huge party. And it was, but we were talking about very serious topics and we were able to like invite speakers that like sometimes would otherwise go unnoticed or maybe they're in a place where they're still, um, finding spaces to enter to like share their voices. And then we also had speakers who like speak all the time, but we're like, no, 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 we need you here. And they were so kind to like bless us with their presence and with their knowledge and, you know, drop mics or whatever. And for us, I mean, the hashtag became like, we made our own damn table and we made it in a way that allowed um, didn't matter who you were or how you identified, but like they, everyone came into that space and we just, we got to talk about things and we got to talk about this and like who's missing and who's not missing and really uplift anyone and everyone that was there. And so that really came out of, you know, just, hey, can we collect some data? I think, and, and then um, we've been invited to do several Twitter chats um, Tori's been like leading the way on that, being our great moderator and coming up with questions. And um, and again, it's like it's 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 going beyond the the just hey, let's find out who's in this space, but talking about like what can like you've asked us, what can we do in these spaces? How can we make people feel welcomed? And um, going beyond just like getting them, getting people in that space, but we want people also sharing their stories. And that's, that's part of our mission too. Like getting people to share, they have, that they have stories that need to be heard. And even if it's the same topic, no one's going to tell it your way. So come in, tell us what you're doing, share, we can learn from each other kind of thing. Um, and so those are like two huge ones. Um, Jen, I know you, if you want to speak more about, and I know you spoke about Coach Q as well, but if you want to speak more about that. Um, I mean, just in our affiliate, I know we worked a lot with just brainstorming um, with the Equity in Action team because they have so many amazing ideas. And we noticed like at our first event, there was maybe two people of color and we wanted to change that and we wanted to know how to change that. And so through just brainstorming together, because our big thing is just being a team and and having difficult conversations and taking action, then we did come up with some specific things, and we did see a, um, a change in our in our word cloud for sure. But we still definitely have a lot of work to do. And I think one of our things as a team is like, what are some other things we can do? Like join in the conversation and help us, and help other affiliates and tech conferences, especially the bigger ones, 
figure out how we can make these changes because like Leticia said, you have a story to share. You have things that we need to learn from you and we need to see that change. This was an excellent conversation and I know we could go on all night long. <laughs> um, this was great. Um, thank you so much for this and for our listeners, thank you for listening. And if you are interested in having this group come out, um, equity, equity in education, or equity in action, excuse me, um, please reach out to them. We have all of their contact information in the show notes, and I'm sure they would be happy to connect with you and help um, with these issues that are difficult conversations to have in education, but need to be had. And thank you for our listeners. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a comment uh, to let us know. Our comment question today is, how can we intentionally create welcoming spaces within our in-person communities of learning, um, which is one of the essential questions from the Equity in Action in California. And please don't forget to subscribe to hear more about easy ways for you to innovate in your classroom. If you like the show, and of course you do, especially today, it was fantastic. Uh, please help other people find us by rating and leaving a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. Remember, we're always looking for guests to share the great things they're doing in their classrooms. So if you know someone who fits the bill, or maybe you'd like to be a guest yourself, please visit tlc.ninja and complete the contact form to let us know. Thanks.